Hey guys, Jesse here. Before we get into today's episode, I have something super exciting to share with you. Starting in June, I'm going to be hosting monthly virtual workshops just for you guys. During these workshops, we will dive deeper into specific social media topics, similar to what we discuss here on the podcast, but adding a more interactive environment, including a Q&A session at the end. So mark your calendar for Wednesday, June 9th, at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern for our very first workshop. This workshop will be all about creating content. We will go over how to come up with content topics, tips for batching content, and tools you can use to make this process easier. You can sign up for the workshop using the link in the show notes of this episode, or you can head to the link in my Instagram profile at Miss Jessie Lockhart. I can't wait to see you guys there. Now, enjoy today's episode. I'm Jesse, And I'm Stephanie. We are two Arizona realtors who have built multi-million dollar businesses using only social media. And now we're bringing you our best kept secrets and social strategies to grow your small business online. So grab your coffee and a notebook and let's dive into Socially Modern. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Socially Modern Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse, And I'm Stephanie. We are excited you're back, like yes, always. Like always. <laughs> Every week. <laughs> no, and this is going to be a really good one. We are excited to be talking to you guys today about our best tips for new real estate agents. Yes. So we've done a lot of talking on all things social media, but we felt that this would be an awesome podcast for all of our new agents out there listening and of course doing what they should be doing on social media but in general what should a new agent be doing what what are our best tips if we had time machines these are things we would go back in time and tell ourselves as Ooh, new I like agents. That. yes <laughs> for sure that was great awesome do you want to kick it off yeah for sure so i truly truly feel that it took me a while to realize in my business that I needed to have systems in place. And I don't know why it took me so long to get to that point because I guess in the beginning, you're just like, I don't really have anything going on yet. And you kind of just are flying by the seat of your pants. And I just finally realized that I definitely needed to have some good systems in place. And, um, you know, I had to play catch up. I had to go back and be like, okay, I got to find all my clients' addresses again. You know, Mm -hmm. what were their birthdays? And if I had been doing that, all along with some of my systems, like keeping a running list of these people um, as one of them, then, you know, I would have maybe not had to go back in time and do all of that work. Right. So anyways, just making sure that you're getting your systems in place is is definitely a good place to start. Um, And you probably won't even know what systems to put into place. So you should definitely start talking to agents around you that are experienced, have been in the business a little while and ask them what kind of tools or systems do they use on a regular basis in their business? What's like one thing that they could not live without? Yeah. And just like we've talked about in so many episodes before, sometimes you will ask people these questions and you'll just find that, oh, that doesn't quite resonate with me or You'll just take bits and pieces of what other people have done and then implement it and create your own system. And that's totally fine and acceptable too. I I feel like that's what I did was I didn't take just one surefire way of running a business. I just took multiple things based on 
what resonated with me, what I was familiar with already, and then just implemented it into my own little system. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what you should do. And that's why it's so good just to kind of take a poll, go around and ask multiple agents, and then you'll kind of, you'll hear a bunch of different answers. And then you can say, okay, this is going to work for me. Or maybe I should try this and eh, scratch it. Don't like it. But, but start working on those systems. Yeah. For me, I think, uh, this is a big thing. I feel like we hear this all the time, which is don't be a secret agent. Definitely. Um, when you're a new real estate agent, like, of course you're in a sales business and no one wants to come across as salesy. No one wants to feel like they're being sold to, but I don't think there's anything wrong with going around and just like being excited about you're now a real estate agent. Exactly. I think a lot of us kind of get in our own head and we're like, oh, I don't want to just like talk about it all the time. And it's like, if something else in your life exciting was happening, if you were expecting, if you got a new dog, if you were buying a house, if you're moving or whatever it might be, you'd be screaming it from the rooftops. So don't let yourself hold back from just talking about being a real estate agent because exactly. I think the big thing is, is just your sphere is so important as a new agent. If you're in an area where maybe you grew up, maybe you went to high school there, or you just have a, a large sphere, then your sphere is most likely where you're going to get your first little bit of business. So don't be a secret agent. Talk about how you're a real estate agent. And we were talking about this at our happy hour last night, you and me, Stephanie, about how everyone is talking about real estate right now because the market is so n crazy. Yes. Like it just seems to be like the topic of conversation for sure. Right. And when now. someone hears that you're a real estate agent at a barbecue, they're like, Ooh, I have a question for you, or I want to pick your brain. And maybe as a new agent, the reason that you don't bring it up is because you feel uh, like maybe you don't have the answers yet. Right. Like you don't really know what you're talking about, but you can always say, I I'll get back to you on that actually. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can just, you know, say what you know, like, oh, it's crazy. And then they'll probably be like, yeah. And then they'll go off and tell some story about how their neighbors sold their house in like six hours for 60,000 over ask price or exactly. something, you know, like, but that just planted that seed of your real estate agent. And don't be secret online either. There's so many times that I talk to a new agent and I'm like, hey, did you post about this? Did you talk about going to real estate school, like on social media or anything? And they're like, no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like why? <laughs> you need to be out there and put yourself out there. Totally agree. Yeah. No, definitely. So um, on that topic too, we've got a few more great tips. Um, figuring out a routine. I think that like, I think this is something you and I both have on our list today to share, mm -hmm. but figuring out a routine, figuring out your schedule. Uh, and again, you're, you're probably like, I have no idea what I should be doing every single day. But you really do need to think about, you know, what are some things that I can implement that would best support me as a business owner and best support my business. And in real estate, you're going to spend a lot of time on marketing, marketing mm -hmm. yourself and marketing your business. Yeah. So, you know, maybe a good chunk of your beginning schedule looks like a lot of training and a lot of maybe marketing related podcasts and books and things like that so that you can best start to learn and grow and grow and go from there, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, what did you, you had a couple things to say on that too. Yeah. So I think just creating a routine or some type of schedule just to maintain a little bit of consistency. 
um, whether it's like in the morning or evening, or maybe it's both. Um, I think it's so important. We all know anyone who listens to this podcast knows that I'm a morning person and you're a night person. Yes. (laughs) And, you know, I don't think you have to be one or the other to be successful. I think as long as you maintain consistency, like we've talked about a thousand different times on the podcast, but I think just, yeah, creating a routine to just keep you going, whether, you know, maybe you wake up and maybe you go to the gym or maybe you have coffee outside with your dogs or your family, or maybe you make breakfast or maybe you go on a walk and then maybe you journal. I don't know. Like there's so many different things that you could do in a morning or evening routine, but just doing that, I think helps sets you up for kind of consistency. (laughs) Yeah. I just, I just, I, I think if you can root your day in like some type of routine, it will really help you maintain that over the long run. And I think one thing you, uh, that when you were talking about scheduling a routine kind of reminded me of, there's this thing that that's talked about all the time. I feel like in business and in sales, especially called, um, income producing activities. Yes. Like what are your income producing activities? So for me, income producing activities might be being on my stories or, creating content of any type, reels, posts, whatever. It might be hosting workshops. It might be, I mean, income producing activities are definitely home buying or selling consults, listing appointments, uh, showing homes, that those types of things are all income producing activities because they eventually, they lead to income, right? So something that might not be an income producing activity is like, no, I'm trying to think of one. And journaling. I, I can't. Yeah. Like <laughs> journaling but there are things or, that support you, but they maybe are not directly. I'm trying to think like what agents might get stuck on. Sometimes I get stuck on like creating graphics or flyers that like aren't necessarily pertinent to the content that I'm trying to share. But sometimes I think you, we or can get caught. I've been around. This is, that actually made me think of something. Um, I've, I've been with agents before in the past where, you know, everybody wants to do an open house and then they'll spend so much time on like making uh, homemade cupcakes for this open house. And oh, it's yeah. like, you know, it's a great thought and it's great that you want to put some effort and some food out there at your open house. But mm-hmm. there's definitely a faster, easier, more productive, like you can do so much more with your time versus like making these cupcakes and you're really hyper focused on yeah. making cupcakes for the open house. But realistically, that's not that's not going to generate you business. Store-bought cookies will probably do. Will do. And you didn't <laughs> spend all that time. <laughs> yeah. And when that time could have been spent figuring out how to market your open house instead. Because if you're going to open house, you definitely want people through the door. So maybe you're figuring out, maybe you're, I don't know, running Facebook ads. I know people will run Facebook ads for open houses. Maybe you're out networking with other agents and saying, hey, I'm having this open house. Like, those are more income producing activities because if it's your listing, then an income producing activity is trying to get that listing sold. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. And so with that, I was going to say you should definitely dig into training because mm-hmm. even if it is, let's say for an open house, you're going to want to dig into your brokerage or wherever you're at and other agents and ask them, what are their best tips for open houses? Mm -hmm. I cannot tell you the amount of times I've literally just gone onto YouTube 
and yeah, especially early on. And I was trying to figure out like Facebook ads, like you had said, and I'll go watch a YouTube video on it. Mm -hmm. Or I have totally watched YouTube videos of, um, sales agents making prospecting phone calls just out of curiosity to see like what they say and how they're handling objections. Yeah. All of those things are really good uh, things just to see and understand and watch other agents do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so dig into training. It can be anywhere. Yeah. Including YouTube. It could be, yeah, YouTube. <laughs> I mean, it could be, maybe you need to learn your contracts a little bit better in your state. Maybe you're trying to figure out a, a certain marketing uh, trick or routine strategy. Or, yeah. Thank you. That was the word I couldn't think of just now. <laughs> it's still early guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, like definitely diving into training. If you're on a team, you know, dive into every possible training that you can, that your team offers, that your brokerage offers, set a schedule, you know, put it in your calendar. We talk about this all the time, but put it in your calendar and, and it'll become more of a priority than just, oh, oh, I'm, I'm actually available today. Maybe I'll do some trainings. Like, no, you won't. <laughs> no, exactly. You need to make sure that you're diving in. And, and that's the thing. Your success is going in the very beginning. You, you need to be in trainings. Mm-hmm. And if you're not taking advantage of the trainings around you in your brokerage on your team, then, you know, that's on you. Mm-hmm. Do you want to be successful or no? Mm-hmm. That's, that's my biggest beef. Yeah. <laughs> I think kind of going along with that, uh, one thing is to surround yourself with people you aspire to actually be like. Um, I think so, so many times, especially as a new agent, you don't know where to go. You don't know what brokerage is the best. You don't know what team is the best. And sometimes you have to play trial and error with your teams to figure out where is actually a good fit. But If you don't aspire to be like anybody in your circle or on your team, then you're in the wrong circle or on the wrong team. Yes. If you don't, if you don't want what those people have, then you're in the wrong place. And we hear this all the time. You become like the five people you spend the most time with. And if you're surrounded with people that you don't aspire to be like, then you're wasting your time. Right. You're setting yourself back, honestly, because if you're not bumping elbows with people that have what you want and the success that you want, then you're setting yourself back. You're just delaying your inevitable success. Mm -hmm. If you're comfortable, by the way, (laughs) with where you're at, you're probably not pushing yourself enough Mm -hmm. and you're not surrounding yourself enough with people that will challenge you. So as someone who owns a business and someone who is in sales you have to constantly be pushing yourself outside of your your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. I've actually had this kind of happen recently. Like, I'm just kind of like, I feel like I need, not that like our team isn't fantastic, because it is, but just like sometimes you need a little bit outside, a different perspective, I guess is what I'm saying. And the beauty of where we're at in our brokerage and stuff is just, just there's, say. there's so much, <laughs> there's so many classes. There's so many people that are just holding classes or courses or whatever that, that we can go and do and just get an outside perspective. Cause sometimes you just end up drawing yourself in a little box and you don't really even realize that you've put yourself in a, in a corner or in a box and I just feel like sometimes we just need a little bit of different perspective. You gotta, so. Yeah, you got to push yourself. And, and like you said, that's the greatest thing about our brokerage is 
I always tell people, I'm like, you literally cannot take all of the classes that our brokerage does. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so great because they're always taught by brokers and top producing agents. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we do all things social media, but it, like I've done, I'm like, Hey, I'm in, I'm curious, you know, how people are doing these phone calls, what's making them successful yeah. earlier on, you know, like trying to figure out different marketing strategies and, and things like that. And so it is, it's so good to hear from so many other business owners, like how are they being successful? What do they implement in their business? Um, and so you're going to just be, f- a lot of this is like as a new agent, it's just feeling out you know, what feels like something that maybe you want to try and you're going to have to try some things and, you know, decide that maybe you don't want to go that route. Talk to agents that are doing these things, dig into trainings, be a part of a great mentorship. Yeah. All of these things Mm -hmm. go hand in hand. I feel like that also stretches to uh, a mentor or like a team um, who can be there for you when you need help. Um, That was one thing that I struggled with when I first got my license was I was on a team and I didn't feel like anybody was willing to take my 7 p.m. Friday night call. (laughs) Hey, I need to write a contract. Can you help me? Um, And that was one thing that was really frustrating is I didn't feel like I had the support when I needed it, especially as a new agent, because you could stare at that contract and anyone who's a new agent out there knows you stare at that contract and you're like, I don't know what goes where. And it takes you like two hours to write a contract when now it takes me five minutes to write a contract. Right. But make sure that you are surrounded by people that can be there for you when you need the help. Exactly. Because it will come. You will have questions. You will need help. And it is super important that you're surrounded by people who actually will take the time to help you. Definitely. Definitely. And, and with that, I mean, you know, only getting, not only getting help just from other people. Wow. I can't talk today. (laughs) (laughs) Digging into training, of course, like we said, um, asking your mentors and leaders for help, but also like keeping your mindset right. I know this is something you and I both really believe in because it is a difficult business Mm -hmm. and it's not going to be for the faint of heart. And you're going to have to have a very strong mindset, especially in the ups and downs that come, the ebbs and the flows. And a big part of that for me was listening to podcasts and audiobooks on like sales and marketing and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And that kept me going and gave me a lot of my ideas, uh, especially as a new agent to implement in my business or to try. Mm -hmm. So instead of listening to music in the morning, when I was getting ready, I had this whole thing where I would always listen to a podcast in the morning and it just like got me going, got me amped up, you know? Yeah. Ready to go. I used to listen to, when I was getting ready in the morning, I used to listen to like motivational things on YouTube, like just search like motivational speeches and you'll find so many. Yes. (laughs) I used to listen to those all the time. I should probably bring that back or something. I don't know. Sometimes you do it, right? Like I did it a lot in the beginning too. And I would listen to all these podcasts and then I kind of like stopped listening to them every morning when I was getting ready. But, um, definitely, you know, don't ever put, implement something in your business and expect it to stay that that way forever. Yeah. Your schedule, your routine, what you need will change as you grow and develop. And then you'll be like, you know what? I want to do that again. Or Mm -hmm. I want to try this again. Or I hadn't listened or watched that training in a while. I'd like to rewatch it. 
Yeah. Always go back. Mm -hmm. And you kind of already mentioned this, but I think one thing, if you're in real estate and you're doing real estate full time, especially, you have to accept that this industry is a roller coaster. It is a roller coaster (laughs) all day, every day. You're going to have ups and downs for the first while as you're starting to figure things out. In reality, yes, I've had my license for two years, but I've really only had an income producing year, like for one year. Um, And I am still in this. Uh, 2021 has been very different from 2020. The market in itself has been very different, which has impacted my business. I've still, you know, done well and closed clients and stuff, but there have been a couple of months where I haven't had any closings at all. And I just have to come and accept that this is the industry. There will be really good months. There'll be really crappy months. And the, you know, the eventual goal, and this is not necessarily real estate related, but me and my husband want passive income. So we have a little bit more consistency in our income and stuff like that. So the motivation is be in real estate, be in this industry, and then use that skill set to drive passive income. For sure. But no, I think definitely you can't get into real estate and be like, oh man, I wish I was getting a paycheck every other week. Right. Like, you, that mindset's got to go. <laughs> you can want in one hand and crap in the other and see which one fills up first. <laughs> wow. Have you that heard is, that before? No, quite the uh, graphic going I'm on. I'm trying to remember where I heard that here. from. Probably from. Jesse always Someone has in my all family. these sayings. I know. You say it's because I'm from Utah and it, it might be. I swear it's, it is. People from Utah just like always I have all like these like I feel like one of my parents sayings. used to say that though. You can want in one hand and shit in the other and see which one fills up first. <laughs> like when, you, when I'd be like, I want blah, blah, blah. And it's true though. Like you can, you exactly. know, you can't just wish that this industry was different because right. it's not. So you have to accept what you're getting into upfront. And on top of that, like everything that we've said today are all things that will help you become successful and, you know, <laughs> trek along on your journey of this roller coaster ride. Mm-hmm. But unless you're doing all these things and you're implementing it versus just sitting there one day hoping that business is going to fall in your lap, like good luck with that, mm-hmm. you know, especially. I still tell myself this, I was going to say, especially as a new agent, but I still tell myself this, you know, everything that I'm, I'm doing today, um, in my business, working on in my business, physically income producing, Mm -hmm. um, tasks, then that's something that I'm going to see the reward on in, you know, 30, 60, 90 days. Mm -hmm. It's going to take a little bit of time. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it even takes longer than that. I've had clients that I've talked to when I started in real estate that never bought a house. So that was four plus years ago yeah. and they're just now buying a house. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if that doesn't go to show <laughs> how long, long game. you can be <laughs> cultivating a client, for, you know, not always is it that way, but sometimes mm-hmm. it is. And you just gotta, that's why you got to plug it in, plug in your pipeline, plug into your routine, your trainings, get your mindset right. Cause if your mind's not right, you're going to struggle in this business. Mm-hmm. So that is a priority and, um, you know, buckle in for the ride guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, real estate is a, you know, it's a very rewarding, very, um, incredible industry. Obviously we both love it. We're in it 
every day, but it doesn't come without challenges. And especially as a new agent, it's just so hard when you're a new agent, you don't know. And the thing is in, in real estate school, they don't teach you anything about actually a running, a, running a real estate business. And I actually understand why now at first it was kind of like, well, this is stupid, but the purpose of like real estate school and classes and continuing, continuing education and stuff is to protect the public. That's why the real estate department exists in each state is to protect the public. And so if it's not relevant to that, then they're not going to teach it. So that's why real estate school and it's continuing education. It's not their job education. to make you successful. Exactly. It's their job to protect the public. So it's up to you when you step out of real estate school and into the industry it's up to you to plug in and figure out how to run the business. Exactly. And that's why we're here. That's why this podcast exists. <laughs> to help you all, give you a little bit of, you know, pick me up on your yeah. Thursday. <laughs> yep. Well, I think that about does it for this episode, wouldn't you say? Yes, definitely. I think this was a good one. Short yeah. and sweet and to the point. Perfect. Thanks right, for tuning guys. in, you guys. Make sure to subscribe, leave us a rating, review. And tag us on social media. Make sure you share it in your stories. And we appreciate that so much. Bye, guys. See ya.